Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Come with me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. I say you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Back in on a Friday, Jay Binkley joining me today, Josh Klingler, Nathan Williams producing today. We have Royals baseball this afternoon. How about that? Sure sign of spring. That's fun to say, isn't it? Royals, Royals baseball. Out of 100, out of the next 220 days, the Royals play 195 of those. Seven down, Nathan. That sounds, so like a, sounds like a lot of baseball. I was, so telling, Bink, I was telling Bink during the break, this afternoon on, on X, we're going to get a clip of somebody hitting a home run, and the crack of that bat oh, is going to fuel us for yes. the next couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I can't wait. You yeah. know what my idea was, and maybe you disagree with it, modern technology, right? We're, we're, we're at the point now where... I don't disagree with modern technology. It seems like we're going backwards sometimes when it comes to the streaming thing instead of going forward where we have remote controls or we have to thumb up and down instead of just pushing the number of the channel. But anyway, we're going backwards. <laughs> but I want the MLB app because I want MLB to start thinking outside the box, which I think they have with the draft and other things they're doing. And the rules are going forward for Major League Baseball. The one I want to see is you get five guys or three, three to five, whatever you want, and you get to see every at bat. That means on your cell phone. You can just pick your five guys. You get to pick your five. It means like you're on your cell phone and say, Bobby Wood Jr., come into the plate for the Royals. Like, Bobby, what's your guy? So that way, boom, you see live audio so instead of going a, back. That's smart. And so, yeah. you know, you buy the subscription for it or whatever, but you get or show Iwatani. Like, every time they come to the plate, you get an alert, alert on your cell phone, Bobby Witt's at the plate. And then you, then you watch because everybody's get, got things to do or whatever. Will they, give you, will they give you the video of his at bat? You watch just the video live of his at bat. You're not watching the game. Then they cut out. Okay. You're just watching the at bat for Bobby Witt, but the at bat. So it's like the the Barry Bonds home run chase that one year where they just kept ESPN to cut in whenever he was at bat. But no matter where he's at the grocery store, at the dinner, whatever you get the alert. Bobby Witt Jr. is up to the plate. That'd be cool. And then we don't feel like you're missing it. And that way you're still consuming the product and they're making a subscription fee. That just seems so easy to me. 
And you can put a, like a super low amount on that one, and oh. then and then give you, hey, you like this? You can buy this subscription package. I think MLB TV does a great job. It's the the problem is the, there's the local blackouts. Like they've got the system. That's the, that's the hard part of this too. They have the system in place to give you every game, including your local ones. No, that's they fine. just haven't taken taken away that that blackout. But if you're going to dinner, because so I'd you pay, don't watch the whole game. But I but I'd pay. I, I've always said I'd pay that fee. The the MLB TV Ooh. subscription rate. If you gave me my home games, if you gave me my Kansas City games, I'd buy it. I buy the whole thing. 180 bucks or whatever. Here it is. Boom. Take it. Um, the, the fact they make it so hard to jump through those hoops uh, because of the, the local blackout restrictions kind of still still makes me mad. But I like I like your plan. Just buy a buy a player. Here's your here's yeah. your here's your fantasy list. And uh, you get every at bat. MLB right Network That'd be was cool. doing kind of a red zone type thing, which is pretty cool when MLB Network did that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you're busy, you're going out to dinner or whatever, you don't, you don't have time to sit there and watch the whole game. You don't have to sit there and flip back and forth. Hey, when the Royals coming up to play, when's Bobby Witt Jr. have a chance to bat this inning? Oh, and Bobby Witt comes up, boom, you got Bobby. Mm. That's not a bad plan. No. I like inventing other ideas for others to capitalize on. Yeah, me too. That's, that happens to be one of them uh, uh, for you. All right. Write me a contract, Nathan. <laughs> ESPN. Uh, ran a little uh, 2024 NFL predictions piece. Yeah. Okay. You're going to hate their Super Bowl picks, but just bear with it. Who's your early Super Bowl pick? <laughs> Matt Bowen took Packers over Bengals. Mike Clay, their fancy football guy, took Lions over Texans. Jeremy Fowler took Bills over Rams. <laughs> Dan Graziano, Bengals over Lions. Matt Miller... NFL draft analyst lives in the in the Kansas City area. Smart one here. Chiefs over Packers. He took said just like last year. Uh, another of their fantasy football writers, Eric Moody, took did take Chiefs over Packers. Uh, Jordan Reed, NFL draft analyst, did take Chiefs over Lions. Mike Tannenbaum, Lions over Chargers. Uh, Lindsey Theory, Chiefs over Lions. Seth Walder, sports analytics writer, Niners over Bills. Field Yates, one time uh, Todd Haley. Uh, Bobo, now NFL analyst, did take Chiefs over Rams. So uh, about half of them did actually have the the, the Chiefs going. That, for there's the, a lot uh, of Lions, the, but the, the But we saw some Chargers mixed in there. Which, the which Lions, is really the Lions, to me, have that chance though. That that's that one team that man, you you that's your jumping off point, or it's your crusher. Like you're not back, you're not back again. You're not back to that stage ever again. Like Dan Campbell said, it's hard to get here. You never know if you're going to be here again. They could. I think they have a lot of boomer bust in them. It's the just Lions. you would think you'd go with the odds. Like the odds are, hey, this Chiefs team's loaded. This Chiefs team's won two in a row. They got Mahomes. Let's just be right on this. And let's go Mahomes. Now the MVP pick, I thought was interesting. I thought that was more when they had these experts get their uh MVP picks for next season. Bowen, Jordan Love, Clay, Josh Allen, Fowler, Justin Herbert, Graziano, CJ Stroud, Joe Burrow from Moody, Reed, CJ Stroud, Tannenbob, Justin Herbert. Theory, Jordan loves Jordan Love too. Matt Miller, of course, lifelong Chiefs fan. Why has Patrick well. Mahomes just just But it's just funny. He that, takes Patrick Mahomes. He's like, why would I go anywhere else right now? Come on. Like, how can this team, the Chiefs team, and I've brought it up before at night's clean. I don't think I've done it here, but the NFL Awards, I don't know if you watch that. It's like 13 years running. It's like the uh it's it's where they do the AP awards. They give an offensive player of the year. They, they don't vote on it themselves. They give the awards out that others have voted for, the MVP vote and everything else, assistant coach of the year, coach of the year and all that. Do you know what chief was not a finalist in anything? Not a coach of the year, not assistant coach of the year, meaning Spags wouldn't even mention, mm-hmm. offensive player of the year. They win the Super Bowl with nobody 
It's funny these assistant Nobody coaches. Fi- nobody's a finalist even. Ha- yeah. No, not even yeah. a finalist. It's yeah. funny because half these assistant coaches the Chiefs beat in the playoffs. And I understand they vote early, but you shouldn't. You should always wait. Till- it's like Ned Yost didn't even sniff manager of the year. You're telling me he wasn't manager of the year in 14 or 15? Didn't even sniff it because they voted too early before they wait. Like, hurry up and, and, and vote. But the Chiefs didn't have anybody in the finals for that and still win the Super Bowl. That just show I you. I take that every year. Every time. Show you what kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't it, care. I don't care how want? many MVP. I don't care how many MVPs Mahomes wins. No. At <laughs> this point, me, you don't care. Just give me the. At one point, we titles. cared about this. It was individual yeah. success. Yeah. It's yeah. like when the Royals would hit a home run think, in the All Star game. You think Ravens fans are like, well, but uh, Lamar's been MVP twice. You know. Oh, good for him. That's nice. How many Lombardis? None. Okay. Would you rather have that? Yeah, absolutely. But no, as far as the recognition is concerned, yeah, it's it's. Some, sometimes it is a joke. Look, I didn't think Mahomes should have been in the MVP race this year. No. I, I, I frankly thought there were better players than quarterbacks this year that should have gotten better. This could have been the year I, I'd have probably given the MVP to a non-quarterback um, and, and, and get, got rid of uh, that uh, trend. Uh, this year was probably the year to, to do that. But Well, Coach of the Year, Andy Reid, what even mentioned. Never is going to be, which is which is silly. And yeah. which is funny. We, we, you might use, still might use the argument. Well, it's because they weren't good the year before. Well, San Francisco... Shanahan was fourth. McDermott finished eleventh, and anyone even in the top eleven. You're always going to get it all. You're they, always going to get more credit for taking a team that really sucks and making them good than you are for taking good. a good team and making them great. Frisco was already in the uh, yeah, yeah. NFC title game yeah, last year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, so they're looking at some uh, some early uh, projections and breakout candidates as well. We won't kind of run through those, but some of my early Chiefs ones this year. Um, I think Rashi Rice has a. This was his jump off season. I think he goes for 1,200, 1,200 yards feels right to me next year, Bink. I'm going to go 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns for Rashi Rice next season. I'm with you on the 1,200 yards. I think that's really obtainable for him. It depends on, you know, if they rest on that last game because that, that's a difference in about 100 yards, you know, getting that last sure. game in there, if they already have it wrapped up or not. But I'm with you on the 1,200 yards. The touchdowns, st- staying with seven or eight. Not gonna go. I mean, double digit high. touchdowns is tough. I'll give you that. I yeah, it's tough to do. I think uh, I think Kelsey gets back over a thousand yards. Me too. I had that one uh, going over a thousand yards. I know I've been predicting this one for a while, and it hasn't come to fruition. the The last time was that Trent McDuffie was going to get a pick six in the Super Bowl. It still hasn't happened. But uh, Trent McDuffie finally gets his first interception and like three more. I'm gonna have him for four picks next year. How about that? How many sacks he had three this year? Oh boy, two. Yeah, two. Couple, two. I have. A I mean, check it, de- over. It, dep- it depends too. I think I got right? a check over a thousand. McDuffie yeah. might have less sacks yeah. if he's forced to not blitz as much because they they, they don't the have Le- they don't have Legarius Sneed. Sneed so, used yeah. to blitz all the time yeah. and get sacks, but yeah. you know, he kind of backed off that because it's right. been McDuffie. So now does McDuffie? You know, if they don't have Legarius Sneed, he has to be more of the I got to stay in coverage all the time guy. Maybe he has less sacks. I don't know. And then uh, George Karloftis goes to the Pro Bowl. Or is selected for the Pro Bowl, I should say. He's not going to go because they're going to be playing in the in the Super Bowl again. That's you know, we we just like to be nominated. We don't like to go to those things. Uh, just just it's an honor to be nominated. So I have Karloftis being a Pro Bowler. I have Karloftis getting to the 12 sack plateau because I think he just keeps climbing and cl- it's like Salvador Perez in his home runs. Like his first seven years, kept going up in home runs. He had 10 and a half sacks this last year. Again, I, he tied Bosa last year with 10 and a half sacks. I think he grows. Took Crosby a couple years, you know, to, to hit that mark. I think. 12 sacks and above for Karloftis at this point. I think he's gotten to that point in his career when you can count on 12 sacks from Karloftis. And he'll be entering the uh, the get-paid category, both McDuffie and, and Karloftis. Again, don't watch, you know, 
watch out now because their success is going to mean you're going to have to pay these pay these guys. Uh, but they're going to be they're going to be worth it uh, heading into what next year will be year three. Uh, they'll both, of course, have five year option type guys at, as first round picks. So um, you do have some some backing there, but they're going to they're going to be earning it here very, very quickly. Anything else you got in the projection category for next year? I'd check over. Thou. That's an easy one because he, okay. he didn't quite get it this, year, get it this but year. Again, I think he gets it this year. And I think it's a no brainer. I think that he will take more of the bulk of the carry. So it'd be Pacheco over a thousand yards. In, and that would be for him as well, year three, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably an easy obtainable. It's a very obtainable thing, I think, for Pacheco to get to 1,000. And then year four, he plays, and then year five, they're looking for somebody else. Find them. Are you in that camp? Find yeah, one in the six or seven. I, I, I know. Isaiah Pacheco, poor, poor guy. Uh, great talent, wrong position these days in the in the uh, the NFL. Uh, we know Bakley's favorite position is offensive line, so you know it, took a, it was only going to be a matter of time until we got the off- offensive line today and his – draft prospectus I'll, I'll i'll ask him the question joe alt and then who we'll get to that next worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It was only going to be a matter of time on the show today as we're kind of running through a lot of uh, positions of the draft. Talking a little draft today with Jay Binkley, who's in today with me. And uh, it was only a matter of time before we got to uh, his his guys, the uh, the offensive line guys. Waited till 922, Bank, to ask you about offensive linemen. I know you're probably mad about that. Um, Joe Alt won't fall to the Chiefs at 32 either, right? Uh, offensive tackle from uh, from Notre Dame and Chiefs, a Chiefs legacy. It would be a Chiefs legacy pick. Yeah, it'd be um, perfect, wouldn't it? John Alt's son, uh, Joe, probably won't be available at, at, at 32, but he looks like he's probably the best lineman out there, huh? Yeah, I think him and Fashanu, uh, Fashanu from uh, Penn State, probably one and two, as far as the t- Fuaga from Oregon State, top three tackles. And I think they're going to go early. I think you're going to see maybe – 
five tackles get drafted in the first round. Maybe Mims towards the end of it, J.C. Latham from Alabama. So that's good. Like, that's good for the Chiefs picking where they're picking because I don't see them going offensive line in the first round. Some might see that's the direction because there is left tackle situation that's necessary. Um, a couple centers that I, I believe will uh, be drafted, in the well, at least one in the first round with uh, Jackson Power Johnson's from Oregon. He's a first-rounder. And then, of course, uh, maybe any other good one, Zach Frazier from West Virginia. So he's probably second round, but you know, he could get five, six, seven offensive linemen in the first round, which I think is you know good for the Chiefs picking 30 seconds because all of a sudden you have, all right, if five quarterbacks are taken and if seven offensive linemen are taken, you know, that's 12 spots right there. And then there's all of a sudden 20 players um, out of the pool that the Chiefs would grab. And then you take the edge rushers out. Like a Dallas Turner, Jordan Verse, take those guys out, and all of a sudden. But I think a good offensive line because offensive line tackle is really good in this draft. A lot of right tackles, but of course you can move them over to the other side. Seen that uh, with Wanya Morris, played, he played left and right in college. But um, there could be some tackle options at the end if that's where you're dead set and hey, the Chiefs have to go offensive line at the end. You could get a guy, Tyler Guyton, I really like out of Oklahoma, but. Oklahoma offensive lineman. They were Lena Brown from there, Creed Humphrey from there, Wanya Morris from there. They've had good luck at Oklahoma. I'm curious if they need to go tackle. And just bear with me because I know a bunch of you going, wait a minute, we saw this tackle thing be a problem all season long. You saw a little bit of Wanya Morris, right, as a starter. He started four games. Yeah. If the Chiefs in that evaluation say he's going to play left tackle for us, then you don't need to do anything this year, really other than build for depth. Um, to me, if you don't think Wanya Morris is a starter, then it's free agent. I'm not a big fan of the the, the Tyron Smith, Dallas Cowboy rumor, or the the, the pegging of, of him coming to Kansas. Misses too many games. Yeah, and he's 33. Or like, uh. I, I think you'd, if he's not your starter, then I would do free agent. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't draft a first round left tackle and then force him into the mix. You know what I mean? If Wanya Morris can do it, if you if you saw enough to say, no, Wanya's our guy, let's do it. I think the days of uh, Juwan Taylor moving to left, if, if you weren't going to do that last year, you're not you're not doing that, right? He's your right tackle. Does it look like you've overspent at right tackle? Maybe, but the Chiefs have also done that. They're not afraid to spend at right tackle. Mitchell Schwartz was a very, I mean, well-compensated right tackle. It was fine. Like, uh, you need to get that left tackle as well. You did spend a lot on the right side. Like, Juwan Taylor is your right tackle. He's he's contractually, I think, your right tackle. I think you've, you're not moving him to left. Your decision is, is Wanya Morris good enough to be the starter at left tackle, for me anyway, that you don't have to make the move. Do you have to make a future move? Possibly so. I think you need to prepare for the next guard after Joe Tooney, right? I'm not saying you draft a guard in the first round, but I'm saying guard will be something that may come up sooner rather than later. Unless you said Creed Humphrey's the guard and then draft center. I'm glad you brought that up because Bob and I were talking about that yesterday. I said, what about that? If you're because Creed snaps weren't that not just the Super Bowl, but there's times where like, wow, his snaps aren't that great. We saw him play a smidgen at guard in the in week 18. Ambidextrous uh, snapper. Yeah, could you could you have him slide to guard and then draft a center? I'm I'm with you. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But you do have to prepare for interior offensive linemen. Maybe you get to a a spot as well 
where you're not paying both of those guys. Right? Budget budget questions are always going to be an issue for the Chiefs, right? How are you going to accommodate? Well, if both of those guys come up, maybe you get in a situation where you're not paying both Creed and Trey Smith, and you have to make a decision. So I think interior line is something you can't forget. You're not drafting for need of a starter right now, but a a couple years down the road, you may need you may need some uh, some guard play too. And the one thing too with Juwan Taylor, remember initially it was like this could be your left tackle. Like, okay. Or he could he could translate to left tackle, but it looked like at the beginning it was going to yeah, be it. Yeah. They realized quickly that wasn't going to happen, and he's then all of a sudden a, he's a right tackle. Now. Then Donovan Smith came out of the blue. Yeah. Oh, you have a chance to go get Donovan Smith. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. guy he might have a, more of a down year the year before, but he's been a very good tackle, a left tackle in the NFL up until then. So they they brought in Donovan for the year because they didn't trust Juwan Taylor. I don't think they really want Juwan Taylor to switch footwork and go to that. I other don't side. think so either. Right? And I think Wanya that's Morris, done. To me, was the key guy on the Chiefs when he got to play. You what? Because Andy Reid doesn't go rookie left tackle very often. I know we talk about what receivers do at rookies and how Rasheed Rice kind of exceeded expectations for rookies. It's just like his, his backup quarterback philosophy. He likes the Blaine Gabberts of the world, the Chad Hennies of the world. He likes guys like that, guys that have played in the NFL. So if you need him in a situation, you don't need him for a whole game, but if you need him in a situation, they can take 98 yards like Chad Henney did against the Jaguars in the playoffs. But he showed some trust putting Wanye out there as a rookie. And then he started four games. I thought that was key to see what his development was going to be, to see if it really solidified what the Chiefs are able to do in the first round or not, yeah. like get that tackle, like yeah. you said. Yeah, and uh, and I don't he know. He did a decent job. And I, I think it looked okay. I'm not an offensive line guru, right? I, I They're the ones that have to make the analysis. I'm, I'm, I am curious to see which which direction they go, because if I think if he showed you enough, Playing a left tackle all year. Let's go. Like, yeah, and it helps your head coach as a former line coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not. You got Andy Reid and Andy Heck. Uh, I'm not gonna make the assessments for them, but I'll trust your judgment on it. If they think he can play, then let's go. He's the he's a left tackle, and you don't have an offensive line quote unquote need heading into uh, next season. You're just maybe building for depth, or just get somebody serviceable, a veteran that's been around that you bring yeah, in. That's like what a I Donovan would do. Smith type deal. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I would do if you're gonna do if you're gonna do that again. Do behind that again. Wanya, you want to start Wanya? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then have a uh, maybe it's a bad example, but an Andrew Wiley type. You know that guy that's played a little bit and can Bring strike back Nick Allegretti once again. You know uh, the the tackles. Well, the tackles of Nick Al- the, the Nick Allegretti at a tackle of tackles. That makes sense. Allegretti could be a guy you bring back too to, to that you don't draft. Uh, an interior offensive lineman this year, and you still have Allegretti as kind of your do everything Swiss Army knife kind and of. And he guy. can snap. He can. He could play center. Um, you know, I'm I'm assuming Tooney's going to be ready to go, but also you got to be thinking about he's got what one more year probably, and then he's probably done. So you can't forget about that spot, uh, at least moving forward. Uh, this from the disturbing department to me. Um, can't we just leave? I mean, oftentimes, like, leave kids to be kids. And I know he's entering the adulthood here, but um, Tiger's kid, Charlie Woods, was trying to qualify for a a PGA Tour event uh, yesterday in in Palm Beach, Florida, 15 years old. Um, Ended up not not qualifying, shot like an 86 in the first round, too. Um, But this was according to the Palm Beach Post that said that fans were a problem. Fans were a problem. Uh, following around the 15-year-old son of Tiger. 
a, as a frustrated Woods made his way up the fairway, spectators began to realize that there were no ropes to bar them from the course. In turn, they walked uh, up and very close to Woods on the fairway, ignoring re- repeated requests from tournament officials to stay on the cart path. One disgruntled fan asked one official, who are you, the fire marshal? And they went on to say that Woods was walking off uh, the 12th green. A fan approached him with a pen and a copy of Tiger's book, How I Play Golf, and demanded that son Charlie sign the book. When an official told the fan it wasn't allowed, she made a commotion of shushes and yells, including, I live here, as Woods teed off on number 13. (laughs) They did uh, eventually have a security detail for him, which included a sheriff's deputy to shepherd him then around the later portions of the course. We're really hassling the 15-year-old son of Tiger Woods on the golf course, people? Come on, do better. I don't think there'd be a harder father to follow than Charlie Woods. Since Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, as far as expectations. <laughs> as far as expectations. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's expecting that to be the next one. Yeah. Gonna have to live in that tiger limelight. Leave Tiger's kid alone. Come on. That's just stupid. That's just stupid. Uh, Bank and I could go pro in Kansas City. That's right. We'll tell you in what next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So it appears another professional sport is coming to Kansas City. When I first saw this, I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, why wouldn't you? It seems like it's it's taken off here. It's pretty popular. Uh, They've already had a pro event here. And I'm like, oh, this this makes a lot of sense. So, Binkley, you sent me the story yesterday. It said uh, Kansas City is going to get a professional pickleball team. And I thought, okay, cool. They had that, again, the pro event they had over at at Elite in uh, Overland Park or Leewood. Um, last summer, that was a really well attended event. They had a professional event. Okay, Jack Sock, I think, played in it as well. Local once tennis product, now professional uh, pickleballer. And uh, this is cooler. So Kansas City is going to join this national pickleball league as one of six ex- expansion markets for the 2024 season. I thought, cool, we're getting another professional team. And then I read further. Bank, we can play on this team. <laughs> I didn't realize the National Pickleball League is 50 and over. 50 and over, you can do it. You like rackets. 50 sports. and over. You're a tennis we got a, guy. We got a shot. You're we got a, a shot guy. to be pro. Go pro in something other than, you know, whatever. It's age 50 plus nationwide pickleball league, which now will have 12 teams. And then the expansion teams of, of next year. So the Kansas City Stingers. Are the uh, the latest professional team to come to Kansas City? Binkley, you and I are old enough to be able to play in this thing. What do you think? Uh, curling, you would probably, uh, curling, curling would probably be curling. better for us. 
You're, you're a racket guy. You're a tennis guy. You've always been good at tennis. Well, here's my question, though. And I know when pickleball first started, it was like kind of like, you know, a fad thing for people to go do at bars or whatever. <laughs> is it that much more? I, I don't It became a bar sport, you know, I've and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. But is it actually, I mean, the racket's different. It, it just seems like tennis would be more fun. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't play pickleball. Thank you, Mangley. It is. No, it just looks like it's it's more fun. I'm I'm, a, I'm not anti pickleballer, but I'm like, don't take my tennis courts for pickleball. But it's like First everywhere. Thing, so it's yeah. like what's what's wrong with just tennis? Like <laughs> like seriously, what was wrong with that? Oh. Instead of using a paddle, more running, I guess. I don't know. More running. I I don't I don't. You play pickleball? I've never. I have. I don't. I don't play it a lot. And it's yeah, it's fun. But it's funny because it did. You're right though. It kind of evolved from like. Like the first when the first chicken and pickle opened, yeah. it was associated with being like a bar game. <laughs> you know, so what like I mean? every new bar has right? it now, right? So it's like, well, if you can drink at it, is it really a sport? Right? There's always that question. Like, if you're drinking during it, can you really play? But though the the pros are different. If you watch a professional event, they can they they can really get after it. And there's a lot of also retired uh, tennis players that are playing uh, pickleball. Even the even the uh, the this league, which is 50 plus, has a bunch of you know retired professional. Uh, players at some point in time. I like so. racquetball better than pickleball. Racquetball just died off. It was like in the seventies and eighties. It was yeah. Yeah. big time. Yeah, you used to play it all the time. All the time, loved racquetball. We can't find racquetball courts. I mean, a few gyms have them, but very rarely. The J still has, I think, but very have, rarely. They have, uh, they have uh, some uh, some of that. But I, I've never. You play Nathan? You play pickleball? Not pickleball. I love racquetball though. Bank. Okay, so you like racquetball? Tennis is different. I just. Professional pickle. Who the hell is going to go watch professional pickleball? Fifty-year-old professional pickleballers. Yeah, I mean, do you go to the bar and drink beer and watch them play pickleball? I suppose you could. There's more and more bars with pickleball courts. They're everywhere. I must say, the professional event was was well attended. These were the younger professional events that that happened earlier, and the the level is good, and the professional level is 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 really good. It's a different game than yeah, the, what's what's viewed as either a bar sport or the old people. Uh, getting their exercise in there's there's an in-between there's there's definitely an in-between as well but Kling, I they're think- doing a combine and a draft <laughs> we're in bank let's go <laughs> doing a combine let's, for this. let's go so it says can you not drink while playing golf well you can that's yeah, true you can you can actually a lot of sports if you drink it's better Remember bags that became like a professional deal where people were doing bags. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. COVID that became oh, big. And yeah, didn't we have like a drink bag that team? one too? Yeah, there was professional bag teams. Oh yeah, yeah. No, had it's professional rodeo. The teams. ESPN's got a the whole yeah network of it's not the Ocho where they're doing stuff like that. So no, it is it is uh, it's taken off. I, I haven't seen anything get this popular this fast in a long time. Because again, when it first started, it was like kind of like oh, it's a fad. Go drink yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. Sp- but then it's like on like. A full-time thing people do. I mean, it's, they love pickleball. Yeah, yeah. How long has it been around? I, didn't... I mean, I, I, it's probably been around a long, long time. It's just that it's, it's popularity it, it took off in the last five years. It's like or, bacon. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> like it's always been there. People just started like liking it. You know? Oh yeah. Sometimes there's there's a pivot to it. Yeah, and the noise is annoying. I'm with you. I'm with you. The the most annoying thing of the pickleball is that it's annoying. It's annoying. Just, when I but, saw they're, it, but they're working on that because they're gonna they're trying to make quieter paddles and quieter balls now, <laughs> they, so that pickleball isn't as annoying to the the people who live next door to a pickleball court. Outside, well, I was watching the news. Outside they said court. it's got a combine and a draft or something. I was like, whoa, what the hell is this it's happening now? It's big time. Got a professional team. I know, I know. The Kansas City Stingers. Yeah. Parks over at 
Cammy's a big pickleballer. They, Is he? they play pickleball. Yeah. Plays a lot. Yeah. I, I do a little bit, but I'm still, yeah, I'm still diehard tennis person. So there's the line lines have to be drawn sometimes. Do you have a racket right now? A uh, pickleball yeah. racket? I do not own my own. No. You need to borrow one. Uh uh-uh. uh. I need to borrow one. I'm just. Just but curious I, about it because I mean, where the hell did racquetball go? That yeah. to me, it did a ton die. Of fun. It did die. I, why though? Yeah. It's great. I know. It's a great sport. I always the walls were a problem. Going from tennis to to racquetball was always difficult. When I was when I was younger and I belonged to a place that I I played tennis at, and they had racquetball courts, and we go in there, and the depth perception always kind of screwed me up because you're going with shorter, yeah, shorter racket, and then walls, and it was always you were always kind of like. It's the, like tennis, the depth perception it's a, was off. It's hard to find tennis courts now, too. It's, it's soccer fields, you can find them anywhere. Like, they're all over the place. And yeah, I've always had a problem with it, too, because football. Like, think about it. The most popular sport in this country is football. People love watching. I mean, look at the TV ratings. 93 of the top 100 people are football. But yet, it's hard to find teams go and rent high school fields or whatever. But it's hard to find football fields, and people aren't letting their kids play as much, even though it's the most popular sport in the mm-hmm. country with the expansion of the playoffs of college football, what the NFL has become. But people like to watch it, just not play it, I guess. I don't understand it. It needs to be more football. From the field. A16, Bink watches college football games from D4 leagues in Bulgaria, but thinks no one would want to watch pro oldies playing pickleball. Come on, man. <laughs> Build some more football fields in this I game. love when people complain about pickleball. If you listen to a tennis game, it's not silent. Well, the tennis grunters are, are terrible. They're terrible people. I'm, 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 I'm tennis guy. You're, you're, you're a tennis grunter. You've never you're terrible. The professionals that grunt all the time, stupid. You're not exerting that much. You have to grunt every time you hit it. So if it's a, if it's a grunter, and I, I'm also of the camp that those should be sports with more noise. Really? T- tennis and golf, and you can throw in pickleball and whatever. Tennis golf? and golf, there should be more noise. I'm not saying to the level of, of accosting uh, Tiger's kid, but they should be able to play under noise. It's too quiet. Well, it's, it's going to be pretty loud in Rory and Tiger's uh, indoor golf thing. Yeah, you? that kind of stuff where, where crowds are in, encouraged and encouraged to make noise. And you know what? It's up to you guys to, to figure out how to, how to uh, overcome it. Like the no waste one, management? No one gets quiet during a free throw. No, no one gets quiet on a, on, a, on, a, on a third down in a visiting stadium. That I've always been in the camp of like those should be those should be sports that have more noise. Tennis should have more noise. The 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 ten, the professional tennis player that, that grunts and gets annoyed when when somebody in the crowd, you know, yells something are, are the worst. Just focus in and play. Silly. So. Kind of like one big waste management open. The Correct. 16th. Correct. Have it well, lip golf and then that playing one, music and stuff before though. They like they and, start doing that. And that one's become a problem. Why? Because it's the only one. So it is become a drug tank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you did more of them, it wouldn't be would, <laughs> but have them over have to overcome some uh some uh adverse situations. Um I'd say it's the Chargers are the favorite to be the the opener for the Chiefs on the uh the Thursday night opening game. I get the appeal, the defending champs against the preseason champs, and uh, Harbaugh. And, and Harbaugh coming back. Herbert. And yeah, it was I, the first Amazon game. I get it. The first Thursday Amazon game mm-hmm. was Chief Chargers. I mean, there's a lure. So, so I get that it's going to be the case. Um, I think you and I are in agreement on this one, but though I, I'm leaning towards Houston. I think Houston is the opener. Houston feels the most to me like last year's Lions. The 
the team that's accomplished a little bit and they're kind of on the rise and well, let's we'll see if they can stand tall against the defending champs. I feel like it's going to be Houston. What about you? Well, I, I do too. I think it's going to be because CJ Shroud, you'd say, oh, this team won a playoff game last year. They're up and coming. CJ Stroud, how's he match up against Patrick Mahomes? The Chargers thing is interesting, and I think there's an appeal to that because people love that on primetime. Like I said, the first Amazon game ever was uh, was Chiefs and Chargers. But C.J. Stroud, it does smell a lot like Lions because Lions kind of came out of left field. Remember, everybody's talking Buffalo or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I prefer Cincinnati. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I'd prefer that because I want that, I want to see a healthy Cincinnati and Burrow, and I love the rivalry because there would be smack talk starting with Jamar Chase so that'd tomorrow. Be your, your, number the, one, your number one would be Cincinnati. Cincinnati, but I don't think it's going to be it. Okay. I think it's going to be Houston. Now, and I'd you, be okay with that, but I just think that's Okay, you said be. you want a healthy and whatever. Why, why don't you just wait for that one later in the year then when, it, when there's more on the line? Because it could end up happening like last year, and it didn't matter. When the Chiefs played the Bengals, it was just an afterthought. Burrow didn't play. I mean, it dampered the rivalry a little bit until Jamar Chase started talking. But just think about this. When May, when they put the game out, the Bengals start chirping immediately. I mean, there would be a lot of build. That'd be three months of smack talk. It'd be fun. That game. Yeah, okay. It would be for, for a fun angle. And you give, we all know how good Andy Reid's off a of bye. And I know they lost the Lions game after having the whole summer to prepare for him. But it was Kadarius Tony handing the ball to Brian Branch, basically for the pick six. That was the difference in that game. And Jones and no Kelsey Jones and no Kelsey. Yeah. Didn't play in that game. So it <laughs> did make a difference. Yeah. But you give them, I look at Cincinnati. Okay. You give them the whole summer to prepare for the Cincinnati Bengals. You play that game, but I do think it's going to be CJ Stroud and how the, the sellability of Stroud versus Mahomes. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. I think that it's got too much appeal for me. I like Cincinnati and Buffalo kind of where they are too. That you've kind of positioned those games. Uh, seemingly now a little bit later in the year, knowing that you were usually knowing that those are some of the top teams standing in the AFC. So and the, Buffalo's there this the year. Chiefs at Buffalo game, I think will probably be a little bit later. Um, and I think Cincinnati has been, has been often late here in this recent kind of run of things. And I, I would guess it would stay in the, in the later, the later aspects of it as well. Like none of the other ones make, if you want to play a division game, and I know they kind of shy away from that, but you, as you mentioned, they have precedents been there for that first Thursday night Amazon one, whatever, the one year. Um, so the the Chargers do make sense. Um, I don't know that you I don't know that you rematch Baltimore right away either. Like, do you have the AFC Championship game as the first game of the year? Eh. I think I, th- I think those are those are stockpiled. One one of the three Baltimore, Cincinnati, or Buffalo will be a little bit in the in the first half, but towards the tail end of the first half, and then the other two will be in the midst of the uh, the second half of the. Because they know what you're going to have with Baltimore. It's going to be a great game. But to have Houston, and who knows, are they going to they going to parlay what happened last year and be good this year? Well, I don't know. We've seen teams fall apart mm-hmm. all the time after one good year, and then they slip to oblivion. But to have them first game, healthy Stroud, hopefully going against Mahomes, it'd be the game that they could sell. Up and coming team wins a playoff game, a lot like the Lions. And then the uh, the uh, the NFC games are no good. New Orleans and Tampa Bay, no. no. Um, Denver, Las Vegas, I would say probably no. Um, Baltimore, again, I just don't think they're probably going to do the FC Championship game. So I think I think Houston's Houston's too too juicy with potential storylines, and you see if they get off to a fast start. And they are they are uh, this year's lion, this year's Lions next year, where they got the win in the opening game, and then they did parlay that into a playoff appearance, and they did uh, have a longer road, and it just feels like that one that one. To me, seems like a no-brainer. We'll see, though. I've been wrong before. 
as to who's going to Germany. Well, the networks will all fight over it. <laughs> and then the Chiefs play more away games this year. The Carolina one will still be something to keep an eye on. Carolina plays a Germany game this year or next year. Uh, I think they would have to, the Chiefs would have to agree to do it, but Germany's their marketing territory. They may say, yeah, we'll go play another game over there and go play Carolina over in Germany, possibly, maybe. Um, but maybe Carolina wants uh, the Chiefs to be a home game for them. Hopefully too, it's less right? rest for the Chiefs. They don't have six straight games with less rest <laughs> than their opponent. I think as as much as you can do about that, the Chiefs will do because I think that they have, they have, whether or not formally filed a complaint or let their grievance be known to the NFL in this regard, that they won't do that to them again. No. You know what I mean? They're not usually overt about this is what we're against. We're going to send tape and blah, blah, blah. But I think that they've let it be known to the league that, like, yeah, we did this this year, but you really kind of handcuffed us on the rest thing. And this, we can't, you can't be doing this. Like to Buffalo, us they should have beat. Buffalo had the bye week before because they didn't take their bye after going to. England, they usually teams usually take that. They had a choice and they took it later. Right before the Chiefs game, Buffalo gets it. How about that? I mean, people think about the conspiracies and all that. They get that bye week right before they play the Chiefs. And as I said, Chiefs postseason. They beat the number one, the three, and the four scoring defenses. Everybody talks about the defense going against the number two, three, four, and six scoring offense. How about the offense against the one, three, and four scoring defense? Wait, excuse me? Yeah. Can you say that again, Bank? Louder Chiefs for the beat back. the one, three, and four scoring defense huh. in the playoffs. Huh. And the only reason they didn't beat number two is because it was them. Huh. With no offense. They beat the one, three, and four scoring defense. Huh. They beat the number two, three, four, and six scoring offense. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. So the offense was just as impressive as the yeah. defense when you think about who they played against and the teams they played against with uh, what they did. Yeah, I like to laud some of the positives of this offense, and I think we, we probably should, you know, like like moving forward. I know that everyone's like, oh, man, it just wasn't what it was. If you take out the drops and you can't, there's a lot of offensive butts in this one too. If you take out the drops and you can't, and you take out the uh, the early penalties and you can't, uh, this, is this, this is probably running in the same general vicinity of all their offenses. <laughs> and you had a... Uh, uh, darn near two 1,000-yard receivers and a 1,000-yard rusher. All just miss that, just miss that number based on not playing uh, maybe week 18. Baltimore was the number one scoring defense. San Francisco, the number three scoring defense. Buffalo, the number four scoring defense. Which I think is the most important defensive stat. Yep. How many points do you give up with your defense? Yep. And the Chiefs beat one, two, and four. One, three, one, and four. Or one, three, two and four. Two them. Two was them. <laughs> one, three, and four along the way. There, there are they're okay at uh, tailing their two, offense. Two, three, four, and six uh, offenses that averaged uh, a combined 113 points, held them with 63 to play in their to play in their uh, their skill set. So, I mean, as much as we lamented the wide receivers and we believe that the wide receivers need to get better, I also I think it's okay emphasizing as well. But they did do some things. Like Kelsey was almost there again. You had the emergence of Rashi Rice. You take out some of the mistakes, and they're right there. They're not. They're also as far away as you may feel like they are. They're also not very far away. This like you cool. add, you add one more legitimate wide receiver, and you're golden. And then you can, if you revamp that entire room, we expect well the uh, four, five, and six guys maybe can be better than they were a, a, a season ago. Not the same names, but if you upgraded along the way, and you have a chance to be right back to where you thought they should be numbers wise, and they weren't that, and they weren't that bad even with the mistakes. I just think you have to look at it. I mean, you'll watch it. They rarely agree with seeing best postseason run. 
And I was like, man, when you think about those numbers that hey, you earned it, you, you earned it, and doing it on the road. Yeah, I mean that's uh, there's not much more and more impressive than beating one three and four scoring defense if you're number two. <laughs> Honestly, and they scored 95 points against that group. Uh, Binks, our resident draft guy, right? So all of his draft thoughts today. We did pretty much a topic an hour during the show today. If you missed any of it, 610sports.com or the uh, the Odyssey app. So thanks for sitting in today, Jay. Thanks, Clint. Good to happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday to, to Nathan there and happy weekend to you guys. And happy birthday to you. Thank you. It's close, right? It's close. When is it? March 4th. March 4th. Okay, we're around the corner. Are we getting drink tickets again? Yeah, you want a ticket? Yeah, I want a ticket. Man, I was trash. (laughs) (laughs) Bigley had a really good birthday last year. So we'll see what what March has in store. Uh, But if you missed any of the show today, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, Fesco will be back with me on uh, Monday. We have Royals baseball this afternoon at 2. Cody and Gold will take you up to baseball today. They're next on 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.